uh, Toby Weeway, one of my favorite rappers, he said this. He's like, you know, uh, he talked about people asking him how did he get to where he got to. He's like, bro, I just did what I was passionate about. And people came along. He was like, when you if your car stalled on the side of the road, nobody helps you. But if you get out of your car stalled on the side of the road, you start pushing. People are more opt to help you if they see you pushing the car. So, like I said, shout out to Ali and, and Lauren because they, they I, you know it. I've been very, this is beyond the field. This is what it is. And they came on first. And Evan knew my passion for working with me when I posted, hey, we're going to do this conference on December 13th. I posted it. Evan came right in. Hey, I want to help. I want to be the official sponsor. So it's crazy because Evan was putting her business name to this. She started her company, Next Level Brandon. Shout out to, to Evan. And she started her company based off. So she's almost, her success is based off, is this going to be successful? Like, you know, and so it's like, when you talk about that, anybody listening to this that wants to do something, you have to be very clear in what you're passionate about. I didn't have these 17 things, right? It's beyond the field. Like, it, yes, it, you, you, you're going to figure things out as time goes. Has our mission changed? Yes. But at the end of the day, I'm talking about player development, right? And everybody mm-hmm. knows that. So those three were able to come and say, hey, he talks about player development. I don't even know if, you know, they want jobs in player development. I just know that I've helped them learn more about this position to help them later in life. Welcome to Beyond the Ball Podcast. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, ballers? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Ball with Jonathan Jones. I'm your host. And here, what we do is we focus on uh, helping entrepreneurs with tried and true strategies. All right. Tried and true strategies to successfully navigate the game of entrepreneurship. Right. And, and I'm, I'm excited today, as I am every time we have a guest. Right. I, I love the opportunity to highlight other individuals, to allow them to share their story, to allow them to be able to come on the platform and just give us some game. Right. And, t- and today, man, I, I got my guy. Some people call him Ed Jones. I call him Coach. I call him Coach Ed Jones. That, that's how I met him. That's how I know him. Uh, th- this this gentleman, he's he's phenomenal, man. He's he's written a book entitled Beyond the field he's created a program around that right and man he even did a conference we're gonna talk about that and then my man got a podcast he got he got a podcast yeah right the player development so without further ado man coach ed jones coach how you doing good how are y'all how are y'all can y'all can y'all hear me yeah man we hear you <laughs> how's everybody doing uh excited to be here you know, come on with the tried and true. Got some tried and true strategies here. So excited to be a part of it. Yeah, man, for sure. For sure. So I, I want to rewind the clock back and, yeah. and you probably don't remember this, but mm-hmm. the first time we connected, cause you know, I was doing my reach out and you know, when you worked oh, yeah. in co- collegiate athletics uh, at, at a particular entity, right. I reached yes. out and bro, we was on the phone and while I was on the phone, I, I got, after I got off the call, I told my wife or I told my friend, I'm not sure if I, if I was married then, but I was like, man, it was so hard talking to that guy. <laughs> like I had to think up questions and all this other stuff. And then we fast forward three, four years later and bro, you're, you, you, you was putting on an act, man. You was putting on an act on, 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 on the call, bro. Cause you was making it hard for a brother. And then the only way we, the only way you started, the way I turned it on to when you really started talking was when I brought up something about marriage yeah. and then you lit up and then yeah. that's when the show shut down. But I was like, say, I was out here feeling Braille trying to get you to talk. I just want to bring that up. I don't know if you remember, you remember that? The yeah. First, so like first call. Yeah. I remember that. And what I remember about it is I probably should have called you and been like, Hey man, I I'm, I'm gassed. I was like, man, it was back to back to back stuff stuff was I was putting out fires all week in the role and I was like all right man I got a call I was like it was, it was one of them days I took, like I learned as I got older just hey reschedule but I was like no I'm gonna fight through I'm gonna get this done and I remember most of the calls just being like I was just very short whenever I'm short I'm tired like I was just very like short I was like man I'm I'm just thinking like, man, I got to stay up. I got to stay up. And then like marriage, you brought it up. And I was like, Hey, here we go. By that time I got like my second win per se. But that first, I remember that first part, I was just like, my phone was buzzing from, I was, I was frustrated at players, staff. I was frustrated at everybody. I was like, man, come on, man. How can we not figure this out? (laughs) That's so funny. That's funny. Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's cool to see the other side. It's cool to see the other side, but now, but now, now we got you on a platform, and mm-hmm. and as I refer to you, you know, what I'm saying the the goat of player development. How do how do you introduce yourself to people? Like if it's people's first introduction to you, 
how do yeah. you introduce yourself? We're, we're doing all the stuff you've done and, and, you know, with your experience in player development, and we're going to dive into that, but how do you introduce yourself? First introduction to people. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the farm of uh, player development. I don't know if I'm the goat, but I'm definitely in, in, in the farm, in the farm family. Uh, no, I introduce myself. I just like developing people. Um, it's a passion that's been really my whole life. And, and every day or every time I do something, like especially this past couple of weeks, reflecting after the conference, like why? You know, you just you sometimes in life, you're like, why? Why do I do what I do? Grew up in a big family. Um, just kind of had to always accept a leadership role and look out for my brothers and sisters. And so that kind of just been my whole life. Look out for my friends, look out for people, look out for athletes. And so I just care about developing people. And, and right now it's athletes uh, and it's been athletes my entire life. And so, uh, and now I'm kind of transforming into a role where I'm developing the people who develop athletes. And so uh, that's pretty cool, but uh, it's been just people. I care about people. I'm a people person, man. Like I just, I took a, uh, <laughs> I took a, uh, one of those um, characteristic or assessment tests. Like the first thing it said is people development. And like, that's, that's just been me my whole life. Like I just, I can't shake it. Like I, we were playing kickball last week and I had a team and I got into coach mode and we won just because just developing people, telling people like, you know, telling a young man, Hey, you can't win this by yourself. You got a team, you got to learn how to trust, you know, do this. And just, it's just natural, man. Like I could just literally get out the bed and just help people. So that's how, that's how I introduce myself to people in, in regards to what I'm doing. I just like helping people. My name is Ed Jones and I help people. Uh, yeah. Cause they have to ask why they have to ask like the how after that. I mean, you, yeah. you have to like you, if you're, if you're a genuine human being, you have to ask how. So, I, so now I'm, I'm curious, cause you said, you know, helping your brothers and sisters. So where are you along the lines of your brothers and sisters? Are you like oldest, youngest, yeah. middle? So I have two older brothers. My oldest brother is my closest oldest brother. He's seven years above me. And so with that, like, and then it's me and then my sister two years, my sister two years and my brother two years. So we kind of got like, there's like this break and then like us four are a little closer because of age. And so that's where I kind of became like the big brother, right? Like I was like, I'm not the big brother in this family, but as far as age goes, it was like, you know, I was in high school. I went to elementary with my sister, you know, middle school with my sister, high school with my sister. My brother was already, you know, out of like I was in in elementary, he's in high school. So just the connection. So that's kind of where it fell, like where I was leader and like my parents always they make sure this happens. Make sure, you know, you got to walk all your brothers and sisters. It's like always the the make sure, make sure, make sure you do this. So that's kind of how I fell. So I'm the second, I'm second oldest in the household I grew up in. Wow, that's dope. I never knew that about you in terms of, you know, you being you being a older sibling and, you know, and it, it's it's even funny to see that then, mm -hmm. right? And then we fast forward and then you talk about the assessment is saying people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it's, where your heart is. It's, it gets me going, man. Like I just I can't hide it. I can't hide the smile. I can't like I just I've looked at careers as one of those people, you know, in elementary or middle school, everybody looked at careers, like they looked at salary and different things like that. I just can't, like, I, I have to be around people. I struggle when I'm not around people because I just, I get, people bring innovation, right? Questions, I, I see questions as, as and I don't want to say it like this, but questions could be content, right? Not just for like social media, or different things like that, but just life, life content, learning content. <laughs> And so questions and people's thoughts and conversation, you just learn so much, man. And you get to, once you understand why a person wants to do this and you can help them get to that level where they can't get to by themselves. That's, I'm telling you, man, I just, <laughs> that's like my, like, you know, you watched the Avengers and with Thanos got that last, like, that's like me helping people. like, <laughs> that's kind of my thing, you know? <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Why, why athletes of, of all people? Yeah. Why, why athletes? It's interesting because came from an athletic family. My dad was a basketball player in his hometown. My mom ran track uh, and they both were really, really good. Uh, my dad, you know, he integration happened. So that kind of was like one of those kind of weird things, you know, growing up. So I always wonder what would happen in his career uh, had he been in a situation I was in. But I just love sports. So the sports are just kind of like I fell in love with basketball first, just the the whole like game and like I just stats and like I was a guy who watched the game I watched the sidelines and I, I knew when fights were going to happen in basketball with hard fouls are coming it's weird right but sports it just kind of kept going and athletes the reason why is because as I got older um people were just a little better uh more athletic than I was but I love the game inside the game 
Um, I love the X's and O's. Like in my seventh grade year, I used to draw plays for my coach. And then he would take them and never, he'd be like, hey, I came up with this new play. I was like, man, I gave you that play. Uh, and so I drew play. I was always mad. He never, never gave me credit, man. Like, but anyway, and so what I found out with that is like a lot of people don't, there were some of my teammates who didn't have to know to play, but they could just do it. Right. And so as I got older, like that stuff don't cut it. Like as you get older in football. And so I was able to like build relationships and communicate with other people and help them understand their role in football. As much as that sounds like cheesy, but helping people understand their role and why they need to be here and why they need to do what they do just kind of became like, I became a coach on the field. And it just kind of, it just like, when I saw my teammates make plays after I explained to them, like, Hey bro, I know you see this play coming, but if you, you got to stay one man behind or you got to stay in this gap or hey, look out the reverse is coming, stay home. And they make a play. It's just like, once again, that kind of just got me going like, let's go. You made that play. Or like, even when I drew the, drew the plays for my coach and it, it highlighted one of our players who he wasn't, he wasn't doing too well. And the play I drew, he kept scoring touchdowns. Like, it was just like, Hey, I did that. Like, and so that's why I kind of stuck with athletes because my coaches would tell me like, Ed, like even when I was high school, I was like, Ed, you'd be a good coach because you, under I used to get in trouble. <laughs> I used to get in trouble because our middle linebacker played D line, our middle linebacker, our defense coordinator would do signals and we had to look to the side and they would always tell me never look to the side, but the guy couldn't remember signals. And so I would always be like, that's you. And then like, I'd be like, Hey, that's split, right. Blah, 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 blah. And I got in trouble, man. They'd be like, Hey, move your feet. And so I had to do up down, <laughs> but I just could I couldn't help it, man. Like, and so one of my coaches was like, Ed, you'd be a good coach because not only do you want to make sure people are in the right roles, but you you communicate. And I didn't know. I was just like, I was just trying to make it because it makes us better as a defense. I'm not trying. I was big, man. I'm not trying to stay on the field no longer than I need to be. Like, bro, you need to be right there, you know? It got a little more, uh, it got a little more uh, short as I got older and got bigger than people. Like, man, look, bro, you better be where you need to be. Uh, but that that kind of that kind of went with me to college. So I didn't, I didn't play in college. And it was just looking out for athletes. I had a lot of friends that were on the football team and like looking out for them. They'd be like, man, I just, man, I don't know what to do after I graduate. And it's like, man, you can do this. You can do this. Like just really not just graduating, but helping them find life. Like they'd be in an off season. Like, man, what do I do? I just been in football. What's this on campus? Like, hey, bro, come with me. We're going to go to this, this, this deal. So you can meet some people, you know? And that's just kind of like, I've just been ma magnetized to athletics because I played and I just, athletes has always been my friends. Like I just, I literally be in class and be like, Hey man, like I knew the whole track team. I knew, I knew everybody when I was at U of H. And so then that just kind of, it just kind of started. Now that you say that, I never thought about it. It started with me just, just loving the game, but also want to make sure people just, and that people could succeed in where they are. And so it's just kind of, kind of wrote, wrote the story and it's been that way ever since. So. Man, appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, appreciate I, I appreciate you, you asking, man. That got to be deep. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, man, because I think I, I think I think it's really special, and and just knowing that knowing that you're a believer in God, knowing mm -hmm. you believe in Jesus Christ, like mm -hmm. I really see it clearly now, because like just like the word says, if we were to boil it down to like I don't want to say the most important commandments, right? But it's love God, right, and love people, correct, and. You said you want to help people. You want to see people succeed, but I think I think the core of it is like you really you really love people. Yeah, I like do. you really you really love because I mean I like I've seen you put people in positions and and I've seen you have conversations and and help people that can't necessarily do anything for you, like yeah. like they could they couldn't even if they wanted to, but you know you putting people in position to really win and thinking about that I, I want to. So I want to I want to now jump to the conference. Mm -hmm. I, I want you to talk about the conference because you had two interns that yeah. that also helped you. Yeah, you might have. Did you have more than, than two? I know. So it was, it was Lauren King and Ali Jawai. Shout out to them because they jumped on the intern. I told them I was like, look, it's gonna be remote. It ain't much I can do for y'all, but when we make money, I can give you money. And so shout out to them. And then Evan Norman came on and helped mm -hmm. with the conference. Evan was huge. We worked together at Kansas. I saw how great she was at what she did and how she handled situations. Like I think for me it's high level stress situations and somebody brought it up yesterday and I don't want to take too much fire, but uh, Lauren King, one of our uh, interns, she said, this is the first virtual conference I, I went to that never had a hiccup. She's like every, and I didn't think about it till she said, it. I was like, yeah, every virtual conference I've been to has some type of a hiccup. So anyway, shout out to those three. Cause without those three, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Man. Hold on, wait a minute. No, 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 no. We can't blow past that, bro. Because we, because we, like you, you, we, we have to give credit where credit's due. Like we, re like legitimately, because this was what your first conference. Yes, yes. First, first one. First conference. How many? Yeah. How many people we have attend the conference? Ed? How many people was it? So we had over one hundred thirty. One hundred and thirty yeah. people. 
which <laughs> which is crazy because I was literally when we started, I was like, I just want more people than the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> the goal, the goal was 50 and we that one got smashed. So that was that was really good. I was like, man, we got to get to the like, I remember we got to the 40 mark. I was like, yes, more people than speakers. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So so we had 100, 130 people mm-hmm. registered for the conference, right? Sign up, mm-hmm. pay, and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, how, how, yeah. Many, how many panelists you have? How many panelists you have? 29. 29. 29 yeah. panelists. Yep. From all across the world. All across the world. World class. We had NBA, WNBA, NFL. One of our panelists was in, uh, shout out Dr. Lacey Carmen Johnson. She was in Canada. Shout out to Ira Children. She was in Dakar, Senegal. Uh, at, on a on a on a mission trip with LSU, and then shout out to Lamont Winston who was in London, a little out a suburb outside of London. So we had three international panelists. Like I said, world class. We had VPs from the NFL. We had uh, you know NBA front office people. I mean, it was just VPs of directors of player engagement, player development, uh, associate ADs, executive ADs. I mean, it was just man, the, the like. I, it's crazy. And all that goes back to relationships, but like, man, making those calls, I was, I was nervous to make the calls when I made the calls, just seeing people like, just jump on like, man, whatever you got, bro, whatever you need, I got you. Like that was crazy. So yeah, 29 panelists, 29 panelists had the NBA represented, had the NFL represented, had the WNBA represented. Absolutely. Multiple college athletics, power five, group of five conference champions, national champions. Yeah. Man, oh, okay. so okay, so so Ed. Mm-hmm. So if there's somebody out there, right? There's somebody out there. They're yeah. like, but I want, I want to do my first virtual conference. Yeah. Like, what, what would you, what would you tell them first of all? Like, like if if they was like, man, I, I just want to do a virtual conference. Like, can can you give us some something tangible, man? Since you, since yeah. you did it, since since you did it, you you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You put it together. 130 people. Shout out to the team. Shout, shout out, out to, to Evan team. Norman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every, every every piece of the team that made this a success. But help us out. Ed. I want to put on a virtual conference. What should I do? I think the first thing, like for me, the biggest thing was like, how does this provide value? I didn't want to do it just to do it. Right. Because I've been to conferences where it's like, oh, that was a great conference. But like, it's a lot of philosophical stuff. Right. So like I was a coach and coach football and the coach is like, yeah, we got good players and you got to recruit and you treat the players well. And you're like, hey, coach, anybody trying to hear that? Y'all are great on third down and 12 and long. What do y'all do? Right. <laughs> and so, or coach, y'all are really good in the red zone. Or like you go to a basketball, um, uh, basketball convention, right? And they're like, you know, we got some really good players. You need to re- you really need one guy. Okay, coach, but y'all are really good in half court defense. Like, what, 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 how do y'all communicate? What transitions do y'all, you know? so that was for me, like, I was like, look, this thing has to provide value. So I already knew at the base level when we got the panelists that there was going to be value that people were going to get something out of it, like an education, right? Um, So that would be what I told people, even the panels, like making the panels, like, how does this provide value? And I kind of went through, all right, putting myself back in the shoes in 2016, when I got into player development, I didn't know what I was doing, right? I wanted to help those who want to get in the role those who are interested in the role and those who are in the role, you have to like, I, you have to help develop those that are in the role. So it was awesome when I'm here and getting texts from, uh, you know, people who were panelists on day one and day two, they're like, man, I got a whole notebook full of notes. Like, it's just awesome. We're seeing them engage or come back on to network. So that's the big thing. I think you have to be very clear on the value you will provide. So for us, it were four, there were four things. We wanted people to grow. That happened. We wanted people to network, that happened. We wanted to provide hiring opportunities, that has happened and is continuing to happen. And we wanted people to partner. And so people have been able to partner because of the conference. So we stuck with those four and that was our value. So we can, like, we have metrics. Like if anybody says, well, you know what, next year when, you know, like Fat Joe says, today's price ain't, yesterday's price ain't today's price. When it goes up, people say, well, why, why'd it go up? Well, because he hit these metrics, you know? Um, and so, yeah, you have to provide that. Don't do it just to do it. I like, if I wanted to do it just to do it, I would have just got all those panelists and just interviewed them on the podcast. Right. Um, but you have to, what is the clear value you're providing? And how, how do you, how do you know that the, how do you know that the conference provided value? And like, how do you know that the conference was a success? Yeah, that, that, so that part blew me away. Um, 
And that's, that's, I really try and like, and some of y'all probably seen it on the podcast so far. I really try and pass like congratulations or like I've kind of passed. I'm trying to be as humble as possible, but I don't want to have a false pride. Um, but yeah, like when people started posting, cause the post in conference engagement wasn't that great. So it wasn't that great, but like the second we were done, like it's two weeks, we've been, it's been two weeks since the conference and we're still getting posts. Like there's a young lady who was at the university of Florida, shout out the university of Florida who scholarship nine student athletes uh, to go. And she just put up a post two days ago and it's getting like, and I'll tell you my LinkedIn notifications are like just all these random people. And so that's how I knew it was success because I always, if people can take, like they always say, if you could take one thing away and people are taking three things away, like everybody's got three or four takeaways. And so I feel it was a success because of that. I feel like it's a success because man, people getting promotions. Hey, look out, look shout out to my guy alexander Martin, man you got a promotion let's go uh you know there's different success somebody got hired i talked to somebody who was in the he's like man so and so uh hit me up we's connected he's like, all right i want to bring you in for the interview so you go back to the metrics right people grew that was the, the post clearly showed that people grew people network because you're starting to see um like for instance a student post something about the conference and they're getting liked by the panelists. So you got a student getting liked by professionals at a high level, people getting hired, that that happened, it is happening. And then you have partnerships, like for instance, shout out to Terrell and Nunn, Jonathan Orr, our, who are our sponsors. Like Terrell and Nunn was at University of Charlotte last week. Like she's getting calls like that. And so those success metrics are there. That's how you know it's, that's how you know it is a success. And then for me personally, the personal success for me, myself is like, we did it. Like we did it. Like. At the end of the day, I think I put the video on social. I was like, if this thing fails, it fails. And so like for it to like for us to do it, like just doing it, right? So that whole day, that weekend, and even a week after is like, bro, we did that. Like we legit, I remember just telling my wife, like, we did it. It went from this to that, right? And then the success for me too is just life going back to helping people. This was a position, unfortunately, I was removed from. If anybody wants to hear about that, go check out the podcast. And creating an avenue for people to then get into the position I was removed from. So that's like that life. That's me, right? I want to help people, you know? And so, hey, those are all metrics of success. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, for sure it does. But I, I want to I go back and just, just uh, rehash something that, that you just shared just to make sure that people didn't miss it. Okay, so first he said he came up with metrics. He said he had four intentional metrics. And then from those four metrics, post-conference he was able to cross them off and check them off to say okay we wanted people to connect how do we know people connected we look up on linkedin and we see uh cross promotion we see people liking and commenting sharing on stuff right mm -hmm. how do we know people grew because they say the best way to learn anything is the best way to learn and make sure that it's it's ingrained in your mind is to write it down mm -hmm. and the reason why people weren't engaged during the conference and, and i and i was at the conference i attended the conference it was it was it was, it was definitely definitely a dope conference uh by far uh hearing all the different diverse perspectives and hearing people from you know all across the country just sharing right ucla university of florida and mm -hmm. i'm not gonna mention nobody else because i want to throw i don't want to <laughs> forget nobody but seeing the level of intentionality that people wrote those LinkedIn posts yeah. and then they tagged the people that said the quotes. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, because it takes, it takes intentionality for you to sit there Correct. and for you to retype what somebody what else you said yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. I haven't two seen anything ago. like it. I've never seen anything like it. Bro, I, 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 I man, so I've, I've told you privately, I'm going to say it publicly, <laughs> but I've said you've created a monster, bro. Yeah. Like you've created a monster. From from the idea that mm -hmm. God put on your heart in 2016, right? And mm -hmm. then you showing up, taking time to plan it out, you knowing and understanding, and this is somebody going to slight rant, but you come knowing on, and understanding, on. like you knowing your you knowing your strong suit, right? You're like, okay, I'm the connector. I love mm -hmm. people. I'll hop on the phone with people, but mapping out what it's going to look like exactly. Let me go ahead and holler at, at, at Miss Norman for that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then, okay, I'm going to be moderating the conversation during the conference so I can also moderate what's happening in the chat. Shout out to Lauren King mm -hmm. for getting in the chat and then handling that. And then you also had Ali over there just, you know, helping you, giving you the play on the side, mm -hmm. right? It's like, okay, this is what we're going to run. Get prepared for this. 
-hmm. would say something and then Ali might come back and say, hey, what about this, this? You're like, okay, well, it's this. Shout out to Ali. So had a team, Mm -hmm. gave the team clear instructions, Mm -hmm. had measurable objectives that you could follow and touch base on to make sure that that it went the way that it went without a hitch, air quotes, Lauren King. And bro, people got valuable information. Like it was, this is information that people have to pay a lot of money for, but they, you took it on your back to bring all these people into a room to where we have students and young professionals, as well as experienced professionals so that they can get this information and really grow. Bro, man, man, I've told you, man, I'm I'm extremely proud of you, bro. I'm I'm happy for you. And Mm -hmm. I, I ain't saying nothing like this either. I ain't saying yeah. nothing like this either. So I'll add to what you said, because when you said it, it made me re- remind myself of this. And and uh, Toby Weeway, one of my favorite rappers, he said this. He's like, you know, uh, he talked about people asking him, how did he get to where he got to? He's like, bro, I just did what I was passionate about. And people came along. He was like, when you, if your car is stalled on the side of the road, nobody helps you. But if you get out of your car stalled on the side of the road, you start pushing, people are more opt to help you if they see you pushing the car. So like I said, shout out to Ali and, and Lauren, because they, they, you know it. I've been very, this is beyond the field. This is what it is. And they came on first and Evan knew my passion for working with me when I posted, Hey, we're going to do this conference on December 13th. I posted it. Evan came right in. Hey, I want to help. I want to be the official sponsor. So it's crazy because Evan was putting her business name to this. She started her company next level brand shout out to, to Evan. And she started her company based off. So she's almost her success is based off. Is this going to be successful? Like, you know, and so it's like when you talk about that, anybody listening to this that wants to do something, you have to be very clear in what you're passionate about. I didn't have these 17 things. Right. It's beyond the field. Like, yes, you're going to figure things out as time goes. Has our mission changed? Yes. But at the end of the day, I'm talking about player development. Right. And everybody Mm -hmm. knows that. So those three were able to come and say, hey, he talks about player development. I don't even know if, you know. They want jobs in player development. I just know that I've helped them learn more about this position to help them later in life. But for those who are listening, who may say, man, where are my people at, man? Like he got a tribe. What did he do? Man, look, y'all, like it, it ain't what y'all think. I, I, ain't, I ain't Bill Gates. So I, it wasn't like hey, a salary position or whatever, man. This is just straight passion and, and leadership, honestly, leadership and taking care of people and listening. And like those meetings, I had to like like I had to take it, like I had to take L's. Like there were certain things I wanted to do that didn't make sense. And shout out to one of them was I was gonna do a survey after every panel. And Ali was like, hey coach, like that's that's too much. That and I I'm glad I listened because it, it would have been too much, you know. And so it's just like you have to lead, but you also have to empower people to make decisions. So that it's it's all our conference. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I know the people, yeah, I connect the people, yeah, you know yeah, I let it, you know, but it's, it's, it's just that, that, that those people come along, like they came along and helped me. I didn't have to, once again, y'all, it wasn't, <laughs> I didn't have a six figure salary on a, a post on LinkedIn. They came based off of, um, based off of my passion, knowing that, Hey, not only would this guy get it done, but we believe this guy that when he does get it done, he's going to take care of us. So that I'll leave that mm-hmm. there for people. And then I'm, I'm going to add on another piece and I, I'm, I'm going to start it off, but I'm gonna let you take it. Uh, after I started off, I believe these people joined alongside of you because we, we left it out right from the beginning. We left it mm-hmm. out, but you started a podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you have, you have the player development pod. Yes. And then you were consistent with that for a period of time. Yes. Right. So people are seeing you every week, show up, talk about player development, talk about player development, talk about player development. So when it came time for you to now do something else to add more value to people, I think it, it just it was in their best interest because you've you've already been tried and true, right? They've seen you show up consistently, week in, week out. Even though I know some days or some weeks technical difficulty might, might have arrived. Talk, talk to us, man. I'm kicking yeah. the mic. Talk to us, man. So first of all, shout out to hey, shout out to you, Jonathan Jones. Like if y'all don't know, man, you you hit me up. I've been wanting a podcast. Me, you had a conversation, and you're like. Hey, man, I think you could do it. Like you, you, you kind of knew from my connections. I was like, man, whatever, here we go. But then your biggest message to me was like, you just have to stay consistent with it. Like you told me, he's like, bro, I'm going to give you the formula. You just have to do what I'm telling you to do. So I was allowed, first of all, I allowed myself to be coached again, because as I'm the, the, the expert in player development, you're the expert and the guru in podcasting. I had to listen. Right. And you just said, keep showing up, keep showing up. And cause like, 
you know, I think sometimes, you know, like, cause you said there were going to be benefits. You did say that, like you were very clear in that. I think people want like, you know, you hear microwave society. Right. And I think like, even though I knew people, this is what I learned. I'm <laughs> wrap this all together. Even though people knew me and people knew the good work I did, they did not know the work that I did. So they're hearing for word of mouth. So when I'm showing up in that first season, I do 25 episodes and I think I got I actually got paid one time somebody just a random clip was like hey do you mind speaking our leadership deal I'm like absolutely and I dropped the book you know I, and sometime that year I was like man I heard about the NFL NCAA uh coaches academy where somebody was talking about player development I was like man it'd be great to talk about player development in there right so after doing a podcast for a year shout out to my guy Lamar Pottinger he heard like Lamar knew me but now he's able to hear what I do because of the podcast and now he's like, oh man, like this is good. And I want to get this to people I serve, right? So it was never like, you know, because originally I was like, man, I, I want, man, people should be partnering me. Like people know me. And it's like, nah, let me just stay consistent. Let me stay consistent to a place. And then I start interviewing people, right? And then you interview somebody, they like, hey, well, who's this guy who interviewed you? Why did he interview you? And who were all these episodes, right? And so just staying consistent to the podcast, like you said, has helped me so much because somebody asked me the other day, they said, why? So why do you podcast? And I said, because player development is going to blow up in two to three years. And I said, when it does blow up, if people don't know around, it's going to blow up around the world. So let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. It's blowing up in different sports around the United States, but I think people need to get, and Tim Bryson, shout out Tim Bryson. He's helped me see this. There is a global sports is global. Right. And so I had a conversation with somebody in player development in Australia. He was like, Hey, we just kind of take what y'all take. And I was like, you don't have to take it. I got you. Like, you know, but that doesn't happen if I can't send him a, a document to his GM that says, Hey, uh, I've done a podcast. I got 800 plus hours of, of listen time, 70 plus episodes, 33,000 plays, like different things like that. Right. And it's just like, some going back to my question, somebody said, why would you, why do you podcast? Cause they were like, well, maybe, you know, maybe you need to get straight to, cause I'm doing courses now. They're like, maybe you need to put everything in the course. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm still going to podcast because when people find out two to three years now, I'm going to have 300 some episodes where people can just sit down and just go down the, the, the gamut and you just going down a gauntlet. And yeah, the free content is good, right? The free content is good, but you're going to say, <clears throat> and this is what I say when I purchase, like, if it's that good free, then what would that person do if they're going to pay, right? So going back to what you said, these people are looking, Lauren, Ali, Evan are like, man, if he's putting that much effort into this podcast, what would he do if he had a conference? What would he do if he had help? Because he's doing it by himself. You know what I'm saying? And so shout out to you and the, the, hey, get paid with podcast family. Hey, shout out y'all. Uh, because like it was considered like you, man, I was just like, man, I remember there were some mornings I'm like, man, it's 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And like, the, I'm like, man, I don't want to do this, man. <laughs> like, but now it's like, I go back and look at most of the listens. People listen to the ones that I was struggling when I first was like uh, podcasting. Let me show you this real quick. Sorry, sorry. This is some side, side note about podcasting. This is what I use for podcasting now. Jonathan, you remember you told me I used to read. Hold on. Where is it? Okay. You can't see it, but I can't even see it. It's something yeah. on that. It's something on yeah, that Yeah, it's something on it. Let me see. There we go. All right. Oh, perfect. okay. There it went right. That's up right there. Okay. I see it. So this is what I use. All right. When I first started, I had four pages of notes that I used to just read off of. I used to just read. And you told me, he's like, Ed Jones, you need to look at the camera. You're a conversationalist. Just go. And I, I'm going to put up a post about that on social media. I'm going to put it up because I go, this is what I do now. I write my notes on a sticky note and I roll. I stick it up here and I just roll. And it just, it's my outline. But that doesn't come from, excuse me, that show shout out to you, but that comes from consistency. And when I'm not reading, people know if I'm just going like off, off the hip like that, they're like, man, he know what he's talking about. And it wasn't that I didn't know what I was talking about before. It's just, I, I taught, somebody said, if you, if you can't break it down too much, you don't know what you're talking about. And so like, I, it helped me kind of be more concise, get straight to the point. And the other thing too, I was really, I was giving a lot of stuff away for free. Like I want to give you free content, but I want y'all to, y'all got to pay. Uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I, going back to what you said, like the, the podcast, it, it definitely opened the doors, man. And it's continued to open doors because now not only does it help me, but it helps those students who say, hey, I want to learn about player development. Well, I don't have all the time. Like you, you, We mentioned in the pre-show, I got three kids. I want to spend time with my family. I can now say, hey, what, what's your question? Okay, boom. Listen to this one, listen to this one, listen to this one, listen to this one, and then send me if you have any questions, we can go from there. Uh, like today, somebody, I was uh, post-conference. Um, this is, sorry, I'm getting on the podcast. The podcast stuff is really, like Jonathan's a, a guru at it, and it's like, 
I learned so much. So like post-conference, I was talking to the University of Florida and they said some of the feedback from the students was, how do you talk to coaches? How do you navigate? Well, I can just make a video about that. I can make a quick podcast. This is how you talk to coaches. Coaches in this place in player development, this is what you need to do. This is how you go about it, right? Me and you talked about it the other day, uh, just chopping it up. The five do's and don'ts of player development. Like it's just, right? And it's like, if people are like, man, this dude's telling me what to do, what not to do. If he's doing that for the free, what would happen if I paid what what would happen if I got past the paywall? <laughs> tag, tag me in, man. Tag yeah. me in. Look yeah. off the ropes. So yeah. the other the other crazy part about it is the content you're giving, free content, podcast content. It's great content. It's applicable content. It's useful content. Mm-hmm. However, that content is not customized to their specific and unique situation. Absolutely right. Because once again, shout out to Tim Bryson. What if you go into like what if an entity or a team has an international player and they're trying to navigate through certain things, something that was just geared generally right around the player development space that might not, that don't apply or account for that individual. So we need a specific, we need somebody with a specific set of skills. Right. And then the other piece is man, because God God has blessed you in the podcast space. All right. God has blessed you in the podcast space. Yes. But what what else I'll say is that on one side, podcasting is is what they call a long tail effect. So mm-hmm. some of these people who are listening to your podcast and some of these people who attended your first conference, mm-hmm. they're going to eventually work their way up the ranks in player development, head coaches, assistant coaches, and then they're going to be in the position to where they don't have to ask somebody who should we get to help us build out our player development program? They're going to say, I was at the inaugural player development conference and I know who I need, period. So the list, the average listener, you know, may not be able to uh, afford or, or or, or may not be ready to make a purchase. Absolutely. But you getting set up as the big dog. So they're going to call you in for the check with two, two numbers in front of the comma and say, look, Ed, this is what we got. This is what we got right here. I don't know. Is this enough? Will this work for you? Right. Uh, you want to fly the family out? Okay, cool. But does that mean you're going to work with us that time? Yeah. Okay, cool. Bring the family. Come on. Because when we get to a certain level, and you already know this, when we get to a certain level, these little cracks in a pipe of a program are million dollar issues. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. These are million dollar $100,000 problems. So right. you being the you being the solution to that? Stroking yeah. a check for 100,000 easy. It's saving them 900,000 more dollars. Correct. We can ask anybody. We can ask any CEO, would you rather just give me $100,000 or do you want to just throw out throw out the window 900,000? I'm just Correct. asking. Plus time. Plus time and effort. Plus time. Yeah. That effort. I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this to you because you you bring up something, and this is an aspect that I'm thinking of that I didn't even really think of till I talked to to the young man. And um, uh, let me uh, bah, 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 bah. oh look, I already got a look. I got a testimonial. Hey, shout out testimonials. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, uh, I got this message right. This is somebody I met last year just heard about player development. Nobody would talk to him about it. He was in the pro space. He couldn't figure it out, you know, whatever. He said, what's up, Ed? First, I want to say congrats on putting on a dope player development conference. I also want to say thank you for providing all this information on player development. With your conference, podcast, and player development ebook, I was fortunate enough to receive an opportunity in player development at Division I football program. Keep doing God's work. Now, Number one, that was, that blew me away. Cause that's the blueprint. Like that, that's what I offer. Right. And he got a job. Now I have social proof, shout out to David Shans, but now I have social proof. Right. But then when we got on the phone and I talked to him in the interview, in his interview, he said, yeah, I'm ready for this role because I went to the player development conference. I listened to his podcast Ed Jones. So now what I said was when y'all do professional development, I can help you, which then when I told him that brought me up a new idea of like, you know what, I need to make professional development modules. If they need academics, here you go. If you need mentorship, here you go. And so like now it's got my mind churning on another level, because if this guy becomes the director at some point, I can call him and say, hey, I know you're about to get in director role. 
I will help you. Right. And it's crazy because now the other thing too, you said a long tail and tail, long tail wind effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to ask them, it's a college student. Hey, how'd you get in a role? How'd you, how, what'd you do? Oh yeah. Ed Jones, go listen to these podcasts, go listen to this, go listen to that. And so, man, it's, it's, it's like what I'm learning. It's, it's biblical, right? You sow seeds, you sow seeds and you just water the seeds. And so these seeds were so, man, we talked, when we talked on the phone, 2021. Yeah. 2020, like, yeah, because my first episode was March 2021. So it would have been we, me and you were on the phone in February. I got back from the uh, comma. February 2021, me and you were on the phone. And here we are. Or 2022, sorry. Wait, 22. February 2022. Yes, yes, yes. So a year, over a year ago. And these seeds are sown and like just learning from your program and and what you shared and just and sharing my experiences. You know, like I think another thing, this guy hit this guy who I just got on the phone with, nobody was sharing with him. Nobody is sharing with him, right? And that's the other thing, right? It's 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 who's sharing, right? Like who's sharing this stuff? And so when you open this conference, yeah, like what I found out is somebody told me, like, and, and I probably I don't know if I'll ever get back in the role. And there's certain roles I won't say yes to. Like I've just I, I know where I'm at in the most humble way possible. I know what I can say yes and no to, right? Um, dang, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, oh no no, <laughs> somebody said. Somebody said, Ed, man, you, 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 you probably won't ever get a position again in this role now that you had a conference. He's like, you, you were very, when you started the, the beyond the field, you started sharing stuff, you probably weren't gonna get a role. You kind of wrote, wrote your check out of uh college athletics per se, but he's like, you definitely ain't gonna get nothing now. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, it goes back to what we talked about earlier in the podcast. I'm about people. And this to me, I'm starting to realize like, well, you know me, my whole uh, purpose is generational impact. Like I'm having a bigger impact now because yeah, I don't have my 120 guys, but I'm helping professionals who help them. And then now what's happening is former players want to know about player development and they're getting sent this way. So yeah, sorry. I, I don't know how that relates to the question you asked, but yeah. No, you're that. good. No, you're good. Cause I mean, going back to it being biblical, you're, you out here building player development cycles, bro. Yeah. Like, like le- legitimately, le- legitimately. Uh, what was I going to say? Man, I want to highlight something else. I just lost it. Man, I took you off. My bad. Nah, you good. You good. Uh, but I mean, j- just I, once again, man, I'm 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 excited for you. Uh, proud of you. Seeing what you've done. Seeing how you've you went from your book. Yeah. Then you went from the podcast, and you went from the conference, and here it is. It came back full circle. Yeah. Like we talked about in the call last Tuesday, and this Tuesday, and I was like, the deeper you get into something, the more you realize that there's more to be uncovered or oh, more man. to be revealed, right? Mm-hmm. So you're in a spot now to where freaking Godfather player development. <laughs> but like I said, like it's going to keep up opening up other stuff because it's like you, okay, Super Mario Brothers, you pass this level. Okay, what's next? Okay, we right. beat Bowser. Okay, what's next? Like it's just on to the next thing. Yeah, no, it's... So congrats, uh, I'll, I'll call myself the, the Jason kid. I just like throwing alley-oops to people. But the next thing that we're, we are walking into you, what you talked about is the educational phase. Like I knew people wanted to get educated on player development. That's what I was doing with the podcast, the book and, and the other things. But the conference literally showed me like, Hey, no, nah, like this, people want to get educated. And they're willing to pay. Uh, and once again, I'm, I'm learning the, the thing that I'm learning for you all that are business people. I heard, uh, I listened to uh, Craig Rochelle leadership podcast and Donald Miller was on there. And Donald Miller said the one thing that <clears throat> is tough for a lot of Christians in business is Christians are just nice, right? And he's like, but you have to make businesses about making money and you have to have metrics, right? And so it's like, he's like, but Christians have to realize that like you, you're gifted, right? You're given this gift by God to do certain things and you have, it's okay to provide, to have a numeric uh, value to the value that you have, right? And if people can't meet it, they can't. It's just, it is what it is, right? And so for me, so when I so when I say it's hard for me to even say that there's people that will are willing to pay, but when I think about it, right, I'm gonna do the, the thing that I have coming up now is I have a four to five week course where I'm walking people through player development. So I'm literally going through what would I wanted to know in 2016 that would have helped me uh, in so many levels. So I was building relationships, but this could have been even more impactful. And so when I think about the value, it's okay. I'm meeting four weeks in a row for an hour and a half. You know, that's value. That's time away from my family. It's time away from other things. And it's like it is. It's it's okay. People are okay, and they're willing to pay. People are willing to pay what they want to pay, right? I paid what I wanted to for my car because I, I knew it'd be convenient. I paid what I wanted to for this house because I knew it was convenient. I paid for this mic hey, because I knew it would like, you know, people. It, it's just, you know, nobody thinks, nobody buys a Tesla and says, 
man, you know, if, 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 uh, what's his name, whatever his name is, Elon, if he just dropped Elon. this, Elon, yeah, Elon dropped this 20,000, man, I'd buy it. Nah, you know, when you walk in that room, you, what you got to have in your pocket. So having the same way, but still providing value and doing it in a humble aspect. But that brings up what you said, it's deeper. Like now you have these courses and I'm just learning. And even when I talk about courses, people ask questions. I was like, man, I didn't think about that. Or I didn't think about that. So Man, I'm really excited. Like this, this next six months for Beyond the Field this next year, it's it's about to be like I'm prepared. Like I got a couple seatbelts ready just for this ride. So, yeah. So let, so let me so let, let me just let me just share this though, because you said something, and I'm a I'm a I'm a poke a hole in it because you Come said on. people are ready to pay for the information. Mm-hmm. It's not that. In every in every example that you just mentioned, shout out to you for those examples. I appreciate them because you set me up for the oop, Jason Kidd. Dang. So people are paying for the experience people showed at the up at the conference for the experience Mm -hmm. people were hanging out at the networking session for the experience (laughs) people are going to invest into your course not for the information that's a byproduct Mm -hmm. but they're paying to get the experience i get to hear from i get to hear from coach ed jones direct me through player development i can ask my question he can say oh that's what's up he can give me a round of applause everybody in here can clap together we can cheer together we can take a selfie together even if it's virtual it's the experience and the experience is what nobody wants to be left out on yeah so when it comes time to take out your wallet and you know that there's only 30 seats in a class if you want the experience of the first ever yeah you need to just buy, you need to just get, you take just it back, it. get the experience. Just buy it. It's, 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 it's interesting you say that because last night we had a post, our first post-conference meeting and it was really, really good, but we truly created like a FOMO effect around sports. Like there are people literally like, man, what did I, like all these posts? Cause like, what did I miss? And it's like, hey, look, you missed that, but you definitely don't need to miss this course. So as he said, hey, sign up for the course, you know what I'm saying? And, and let's make it happen. <laughs> There we go. There we go. So look, we're going we're going to transition. I'm going to let you get back to your family in just a second. Mm-hmm. But now I want I want to transition to a segment I like to call this or that. And you pick oh, one this or that or the other. Are oh, you ready? Oh my god. All right, Are you go. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Sorry. <laughs> summer or winter? Oh, summer. From Houston. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Flats or drumsticks? drums really oh yeah my wife eats all the flats i like flats my wife eats all the flats so i like the drums yeah drums too too. yeah drums too like okay this is gonna talk about the household i grew up in we could leave chicken on the bone. So like my daughters eat drums. It's like chicken still there. So if the wings are really good, I get to like nibble after them. If of course they don't have a cold or anything. They my kids, y'all. It's all good. No, I, I don't let my, I, I tell my wife the same thing. I'm like, bro, let yeah. me get that, man. You're not yeah. done with that. Let yeah. me get that. <laughs> so it's easier to do on a drum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Podcasts or audio books? Ooh, ooh, podcast. I like touching books. I still like, I, I got, I, I'm a, yeah. Audio books I can do. But if I'm on a road trip, I'd rather listen to a podcast and audiobook. What what's Coach Ed Jones' top three, top three podcasts to listen Ooh, to? Man. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. So okay. Craig Rochelle, leadership. I've been listening to that one for like five years. One that I've really been listening to lately that is like is really my like whenever I get back in town from flights is the big podcast with Shaq and Spice Adams. Yeah, that's a good one. And then business wars. I don't know if anybody's ever listened to business wars. Like that is a good one because like, not only you hear like the, the um, aspect of like how they do things, um, but just like, man, like this is the ingenuity behind like why people do, why these companies are successful. Like it's, it's pretty interesting. So. That was up. Those, those are some good ones. Those are some yeah. good ones. Yeah. And I like how you separate it up. Cause you got the leadership, you got like the fun yeah, funny one, like the relaxed one a little bit, and then business war, that's, that's some strategy, for sure. Okay, okay. Now we're going to transition to the winner's circle of the week. And the winner's yeah. circle of the week is just somebody that you want to highlight. You say, I see you out there. I see you grinding. I see you doing your thing, whatever it might be. Uh, who would be your winner's circle of the week, Coach Ed Jones? 
Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, that's a good one. Um, man, that's. I'm gonna go recent. I'm gonna go recent because I just I'm so proud of him. Arkeem Bird. Um, he was on the podcast with me lately, and just man, that dude's doing some stuff. I, I wish I would have done my first year. Like, they, like I like he is literally like man. They get internships. They're going here. They're going there. And uh, I think he's what I love. What he's doing is he's not doing too much more than what he's his resources. The resources he has. You know, I think some people in this space. Um, I don't agree with some of the stuff they do because I think they they pull away from the regional resources they have. And I think he does a really, really good, and nothing, nothing to knock those people, but I think he does a really good job of of what he's doing and he supported and he like the podcast, I was blown away. Like we, we talked and like, just seeing the, our, my, going through my LinkedIn messages from when we first met to like where he is now, like, it's awesome. So like, he's he's my hero of the week. I'm just, man, and then see him on the podcast and just like, man, like he, he doing it, like he is, that, that's why I do what I do. Like he's in a position and I'm, I'm not going to take all the credit for what he does, but he's in a position that I know I've had an impact or effect on him to where he can have the success in his first year. So that's my uh, hero win, winner of the week. Hero of the week, winner of the week. Yeah. Win, winner circle of the week. But yeah, we'll, we'll take hero of the week. That's cool. Yeah. But now, winner now, circle of the week. Yeah. 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 But now, now go, go ahead, please let people know where they can find you, follow you, connect with you, uh, yeah. all that good stuff at this time. You, you can find me at your local bank. Uh, my account, I was playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, follow me at uh, BTF underscore program. That's on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow me personally, Ed underscore Jones two, uh, and then www.btfprogram.com. The podcast is the Player Development Pod, and I'm very active on LinkedIn. That's probably the biggest platform I'm active on. So Ed, it's Edward Jones the uh, second. There's a picture of me in a suit, looking away uh, with a smile I didn't agree on. But anyway, that's where you can find me. Um, let me see, did I do everything? Yeah. And if you want to mail anything, any questions, I got a P.O. Box. Here we go. P.O. Box 13453 Overland Park, Kansas 66282. I probably did that wrong. But anyway, yeah, that's how you can find me. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, we're going to have all that information down in the show notes, and we'll have the correct P.O. Box if you said the incorrect one. <laughs> but, uh, man, co Coach, man, thanks so much for hopping on. Thanks for giving us the game uh, about Appreciate your story. You about you know how you don't leave no no no, no meat on the bones hey, like I don't do either it. and do it, it shows because you definitely didn't leave no meat on the bones from the conference <laughs> I appreciate it I appreciate it there we I go appreciate it. thank you go. for all that you've done yeah bro for sure for sure for sure all right family so thank y'all for tapping in on this episode of beyond the ball with Jonathan Jones be sure uh, to stream this on on your Apple Spotify uh, all the streaming platforms and also share it with like two friends right share it with two friends share the knowledge, share the information. Uh, and this is Beyond the Ball. And I'm Jonathan Jones. And here we help entrepreneurs with tried and true strategies to successfully navigate the game of entrepreneurship. Till next time, peace. God bless. Ooh.